The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. From the studios of The Shepherd Radio Network, it's Afternoons with Mike. This next hour is all about our walk with Jesus with local pastors, newsmakers, people who are making a difference for the gospel. Now, here is your host, Mike Gilland. We do welcome you back to Afternoons with Mike, heard daily here on The Shepherd and with me in the studio, my friend, the first time since a, a just a real loss in his life. Art Alley has been a part of this program on numerous occasions. I remember a poignant time that Art was here and we were talking about a loss of Dan Celia. Today, Art is here for the first time without the love of his life for 61 years, nine days, I believe you said. and Eight months and nine days. Eight right. months and nine days. Well, it's been a couple of weeks now, but Art lost his beloved wife, Bonnie. Art Alley uh, from the Timothy Partners, the Timothy Plan, this organization that we've put on so much here on The Shepherd, means so much to so many people. Uh, it's great to have you back, my friend. Oh, Mike, it's always a pleasure. I was there at the funeral. I got a chance to see so many things that bless my heart. Uh, the first impression that I just have to tell you about art, what challenged me, and I want to talk about the, the loss of Bonnie. And I, I, I want to do this today, not from a morbid standpoint, but from a reality life standpoint, because it's given to us all. We're all going to be there. We're all going to die. And it happens to us all. We're a, a death of a loved one, even the death of a spouse. It happens every day. And so we have to get used to this. We have to become at least willing, as I know you had to do. And I don't know, uh, because of just the circumstances of Bonnie's death, I'm not sure how much in advance you knew that she was going to be gone this quick. I have a feeling it. you were still surprised, even with all of it, right? That is correct. Yeah. So we have to be ready, because we don't know when that hour is going to come. And my prayer today is that people will be encouraged, inspired, and I pray blessed by your testimony, because the testimony of uh, our lives goes on. It, it matters, not just for us. There's uh, what we in the ministry used to call a spillover effect of the Bible stories and theology. You know, when you have the word that we know that the, the, the books of the Bible were for that audience. They were, when Paul wrote, for example, to Thessalonica, there's a spillover effect that we are blessed by that even though that letter was originally meant for them. And I feel like your life today is going to be a spillover effect for other people, my friend. Well, I hope so if I can. So I, I'm going back. I was there. I was blessed by the amount of people that were there. You lost Bonnie. What was the date that she passed? On the 12th of March at 7 p.m. At 7 p.m. And we'll go into the details a little bit more about that. But uh, again, Bonnie had been dealing with cancer. Uh, all of these leukemia with leukemia. leukemia. Yeah. Specifically that. Yeah. And, but yet, as I learned even today, that's not what ultimately claimed her life. Well, it's not, uh, she was being treated for that. And, um, as you and I discuss, and I'm not slamming the medical industry, God bless them. They have been skilled. They have been trained and all of that. But if I ever get cancer, I will never take chemo period. There are natural uh, nutritional things mm -hmm. you can do that are very effective without all the negative effects. And the only, you know, she didn't lose her hair. She wasn't sick. They treat all that very well. Uh, but it, it wiped out her immune system. Mm. 
For how long did uh, had she been on the chemo? Um, she was actually diagnosed mid-December of last year. Mm -hmm. um, and they started it right away. Uh, but she had been losing energy up until then. We couldn't figure out what was wrong and finally mm -hmm. went in and think we thought it was a blockage of some kind. And they finally figured out it was chemo, very aggressive. Uh, a cancer. Uh, yeah, a leukemia. very aggressive yeah, cancer. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, and so started treating it with chemo right away because that's yeah. what they know to do. Uh, and it's very effective on cancer cells, but it also wipes out your other white cells. And so she had no immune system for mm -hmm. about three months. Mm -hmm. And the white cells never came back because she kept getting chemo. Now, I realize as, we, as you're sharing this story, there are people without a doubt who are listening to us, either who are undergoing chemo or maybe have family members. And I know that this is something that they have to come to that point. And what you're saying is you've just come to that point yourself. Uh, I'm not, that is your, your direction. Uh, that's right, Mike. I am not giving advice to anybody. Yeah, I'm right. just telling you what I would do right. from what I experienced with Bonnie. Yeah. Uh, she needed continuous injections of platelets and blood transfusions uh, because the chemo wipes all that out. Yeah. And, um, you know, that didn't, uh, that's not the reason for her death, as we discussed. Mm -hmm. uh, she had a massive stroke mm -hmm. from a massive blood clot in the major artery of her brain. Mm. Uh, and it, uh, that did her in. Yeah. Uh, but it also uh, is a reason that, you know, she didn't, like I said at the service, Bonnie didn't leave home. She went home. Yeah. And when you know that, not just, you know, weak faith and all hope and all the rest. When you know that for sure, yeah, she knew it, I knew it, and that's what's carrying me through. Yeah, uh, because you know, do I miss her, Mike? Oh man, that's a hole in my life. Sixty-one years, eight months, nine days of marriage. Yeah, but I had the assurance that that blessing, and very few people are blessed that much. So I feel blessed, and then the knowledge that God just ushered her home. Yeah. Uh, is the comfort I have. That's right. And that is the comfort that all believers have when we realize that we're not just for this world. We're not just for this life. God has something on the other side that is farther, higher, more great than we can ever think or imagine. Can't even. Bonnie knows more about God now than all the rest of us on earth put together. That is I exactly mean, right. Only when we get there will we understand. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like I tell people, she cheated. Man, I was <laughs> no. supposed to go first. And right, she, right. she cheated. But, I, you know, I am uh, uh, at peace. I know where she is. I can just picture our son, Stephen, who passed uh, three and a half years yes, ago. Yes, and the first time I met you, he was still alive and, yeah. and was fighting that fight that he, yeah. he fought with. Yeah, and it was cancer. Yeah. Uh, but I could just picture him at heaven's door waiting his mom because you know he kind of made me mad mm. uh his final words to his wife because he was at home when he passed away three and a half years ago was tell my mom goodbye oh he didn't say your dad nothing about that no yeah, yeah, no yeah, like yeah. i'm just extra you know chop yeah, liver or something yeah. But it just shows you how special moms are yeah. in the oh, lives of no their children. Not that. that dads are not, yeah, right? but mom has a special play. I could just picture him waiting on her, yeah. and they're reunited, along with Dan and all the rest. Right.
Now, another aspect about that incredible funeral celebration, celebration of life, really, uh, was that your grandson who sang, that had to be super special for you, sang a song called Homesick. Yeah. That was yeah. very nice. He picked that out himself. I mean, he's, uh, I don't know where he gets his gift. It certainly isn't from me, but he can play and sing and mm-hmm. at a young age. I mean, he's 12 years old. Wow. Um, but, you know, he, and he performed that very well. And he kind of got choked up a little bit at one spot, but uh, he loved his grandma. In Christ, there are no goodbyes. I mean, no. that, that line, uh, it is. It is such a comforting real reality in the Word of God when you read it and when you experience it, that the presence of the Holy Spirit in a time of death and a time of great loss like what you've gone through, that is worth more than anything that we can ever think or imagine in that moment. Oh, Mike. And it's like that that, that famous uh, footprints in the sands. Yeah. You know, there are two footprints and then pretty soon there are only one and that's when he's carrying you. And I'm experiencing that right now. Uh, but I'm doing it with perfect peace. Um, do I wish she was still here? Yeah, I do. Would I bring her back if I could? I would not. Would she come back if she could? She would not. Right. Because that is our ultimate home. All she did is go home before I did. Yeah, that's right. And she's there waiting and we will all get to heaven that one of these days those that are believers that know him the last time i was uh, with bonnie was at that breakfast that you hosted with moran rosenbill right. and uh that was the, the, the last time i got to see her but i've been privileged to be at your home and to enjoy the hospitality that she i might add is was quite famous for did you get the cookbook mike I did not. I missed that that day. Oh, we need yeah. to get one. All right. Uh, Cheryl put that together because, I mean, that was her mom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Bonnie was famous for her culinary skills. She, I mean, she could cook up a storm. So Cheryl took her best recipes and captured them in a cookbook along with photos and memories of oh, our life goodness. from the very early days of her life to right up to the end. Uh, but there's some great recipes. I will send you that cookbook. Oh, thank you, Art. I'll, if you'll I'll, if you'll make one or two of the recipes, we will do it. My okay. wife will love it, and because uh, we loved Bonnie, and we were both welcomed in your home and got to experience one of those just grand parties that you throw, and it is pretty amazing. Um, you know, going back to the funeral, the day of the celebration of life, I don't know how many hundreds of people were there, but that place was jammed out. And more people sharing from the heart than than one can almost absorb in that two-hour block of time or whatever that was. One of the people that shared was Mike Huckabee right. via video. He couldn't be there, would have otherwise loved to have been there. Uh, I did not realize that you and Bonnie were actually part of Mike's uh, campaigning back in the 2016 election. Until well, that day. Well, we were. Uh, and the first campaign was in Iowa in January. And folks, you don't ever want to go to <laughs> Iowa in January. Trust me. But Mike Huckabee will never forget that. I mean, yeah. we got our RV and took him around. I mean, it was an incredible journey for him. But, uh, you know, he's looking at us, you know, tanned Floridians up there in Iowa in the middle of winter with the yeah. wind blowing and the snow go. 
uh, he'll never forget that. He's become a dear friend ever since. You know, when you spend that kind of time doing something like that, it, there is a bonding yeah. that takes place for the rest of your life, and yeah. that's there. And his love was really evident in his video to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he'll never forget that. And yeah. Bonnie was the ultimate um, hostess on, on the RV because she would make sandwiches and all that, and as we're touring around, because it's a tight schedule when you're on that. I've never been. Mm-hmm. on a campaign like that before, but uh, uh, I hope to never be on one again in <laughs> Iowa in January, but, uh, you know, but it was, it was uh, a real bonding experience. When you think back to that, because most of us will never experience that, being on a campaign with one of the uh, candidates, candidates for the presidency of the United States, when you're with him like that and you're going to these different functions, these different campaign stops, what it was one of the most memorable stop that you made during that time? Oh, when I think about it, um, you know, he looked over at me, you know, he was in the uh, passenger seat because uh, we were all over the bus. I was driving. Uh, he looked at me and said, uh, I want you to find a cemetery. I said, what? He says, yeah, when you find a cemetery, I want you to stop. And because he had his PR guys and cameramen and all that on the bus. There was about eight of us on the bus at the time or on the RV. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, we come up to a cemetery and I stop. And he says, all right, camera, let's get out. He says, this is where Hillary's votes are coming from. He took a picture of the oh, cemetery no. with the dead people. And um, I mean, that guy has such a natural sense of humor. Oh, that he's incredible. so funny. Uh, yeah. And so articulate. Yeah. And you've been on his program a number of times up in Nashville. We have been, yeah. Yeah. What's that like, Art? Oh, it's incredible. I mean, he has a live audience. Uh, He is such a natural. uh, He's not a performer. He's just a natural person. Uh, And people just love him to pieces. Mm -hmm. And it was what an honor to be there. I was on there a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, I know his words were comforting. They were enjoyable, and obviously, like you said, he has a real sense of humor. Funny. He does. He, he does. is a funny yeah. guy, and yet respectfully uh, mourning the loss of Bonnie, as, as we all did that day. And uh, when you look back at this, uh, what, will, what will be some of your uh, spots that you remember from that day, apart from just the people that are there to love you? What, 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 how can you help people who are facing that? Well, uh, the people is a story in and of itself. I mean, I stood at the door as they were coming in. I couldn't believe some of the people. Yeah. Uh, many of them traveled uh, yeah. long ways to be there. I know people uh, who flew in. And yeah. What an honor it was. Um, but our, our mission was to honor Bonnie's memory, and that was mission accomplished, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, from the testimonies of, I think we had seven different people, and then... You know, they wanted me to say a few words. I did, and then Cheryl and, yeah. and our other son got right. up and did that. Noah's was special. That's your but, grandson, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, how about that pastor from uh, Fort Washington, Maryland? That was something else. I mean, he is—he is the—he's become a dear friend. Uh, he is the pastor for our board of trustees yeah. at Timothy. Yeah. He shows up for every quarterly meeting. He's never missed one in 12 years. Wow. And leads the trustees meeting with a devotion, about 30 minutes. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you, Mike, if, if uh, Anthony 
ever didn't show up. I think half the trustees wouldn't bother coming because <laughs> they look so forward to that. He is, he just is a gift. Yeah, to he be really able is. To, to peel that onion and, and make God's word alive. And that was a blessing. And during that part of the celebration, it, it turned from a funeral to Sunday morning church. I mean, it was, he was, he was preaching. He was, he was preaching. He was preaching. Uh, but I can't tell you how many people, you know, afterward we had a, uh, I mean, a, a unbelievable Italian meal in the fellowship hall. Mm. And people kept coming up to me and says, boy, what a beautiful service it was. But they kept throwing you under the bus. Yeah. And I said, well, that's because I deserve it. It's, yeah, they did. You know, <laughs> they did. Bonnie this and Bonnie yeah, that, and a wonderful this. And then art. Yeah, you know, right, the, yeah. right. And talking about how her crown will be bigger because she was married to Art. Mm-hmm. I felt for you, my friend. I, I really know, did. I, know. I wanted to get him and say, hey, he's not that bad. <laughs> but you know, Mike, it was, uh, as I said, uh, I think at the service, uh, what a blessing it's been for me to be married. But it was never Art, or rarely Art, or rarely Bonnie. It was always Bonnie and Art. Yeah. That, one word. I mean, yeah. and I think that's the way marriage is supposed to be. You're united together as one. We were. And uh, you just took the words out of my mouth because I think one of the most meaningful things I heard there that day was that very phrase that he said. So whoever said that said that not every couple does this happen with, but when that marriage is so special and so tight and they are like one person, it's always Bonnie and Art. Yeah, Art and Bonnie, Bonnie yeah. and Art. Their their yeah. names are just uh, kind of put together it's for one word. Yeah, yeah, that's one right. Word, and that's the way it was. Now, what, was it a perfect marriage? Well, mostly. I mean, <laughs> did we did we have? Did she tick me off sometime? Did I tick her off a lot? Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. But you know, when when you're got Christ in the center of your life, really Christ, not the kind of one we've redefined into our own image. Uh, it makes all the difference, Mike, and right. that's the blessing we've had. And that is the blessing I continue to have because I'm telling you, I get advice. People look at me and they, they feel sorry for me and all this, and uh, I don't need any of that. And the advice is well-meaning. You know, you really need to go see a grief counselor, and I believe I said this at the service. Mm-hmm. I have a Greek, uh, a, grief a grief counselor. counselor. Yeah, the, the best. only grief counselor I yeah, need, and right. that's the Lord Himself, and yeah. He is He is walking with me right now. Well, it's my privilege to have Art Alley, who I consider just a treasure for Central Florida. I'm so grateful he's here, and uh, we'll be back with Art in just a moment. Art Alley from the Timothy Plan will be back. This is Afternoons with Mike. Here on the Shepherd. Pastors and financial leaders, do you need expert accounting or tax help? Do you have payroll or 1099 questions? Do you need a ministry expert to help you acquire real estate for your next project? If the answer is yes, yes, and yes, visit PetraWorldwide.org. Petra Worldwide has been strengthening ministries to transform humanity since 2007. Visit PetraWorldwide.org or call 855 855- 481-9095. EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat serves all your comfort needs. With over 40 years experience, EC Waters is a top trained comfort specialist, earning customers for life with integrity. No wonder EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat has earned a 4.6 or higher out of 5 rating and reviews across all major online platforms. For all your comfort needs, call 407-603-9144 or visit ecwaters.com. 
With us here in the Shepherd Studio is Art Alley. Art is the founder, president of this great company called the Timothy Plan. And in segment one, if you've just tuned in, Art has shared with us uh, some poignant thoughts about the celebration of life for his beloved Bonnie that uh, passed away uh, in March, first part of March. And uh, I know that it was a tough last couple of months diagnosed with leukemia in December and uh, it under treatment, but the, the, just the condition of her body at that point led to this uh, fatal stroke. And I know all, all of us were, that were there at that celebration of life art were touched. And I, I know there were points where there wasn't a dry eye in that whole house. Uh, the words of your daughter, the, again, your grandson's song, uh, so many of those points. Uh, just loved getting to hear Tim sing uh, at the um, uh, Tim Kaufman. What you bet. Yeah, led worship. They and were great, yeah. Just wonderful. Again, comforting things. Any celebration of life needs to have the components that this one did because it was faith-filled, it was honoring, and it was looking forward to the day that we will be with the Lord. And that's what I believe every every celebration of life should have. And and we all will be one day. And like we talked earlier, we're all going to go through this. Yeah. Uh, and when you go through it, the real question is, are you really walking through with the God of the Bible? Or maybe one, as Francis Schaeffer said, we've redefined into our own image. Right. God is real. Right. And when you can hang on to him and he carries you, uh, I don't know how to explain. There's no other explanation for the way I'm kind of walking through okay right now. Um, Missing Bonnie, yeah. But, uh, you know, God is, the God of the Bible is real. Yeah. And like you alluded to, we can't stay here. Right. This is not our home. And there's a song, actually, you know, everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. Uh, that, that is the way you go home. That is it. And, um, yeah. you know, that, not hope, not uh, weak faith, real knowledge. I knew, she knew, that we knew, that we knew, that we knew what was going on. Um, I am grateful that she didn't suffer longer than she did, uh, but, but even there, uh, and I think I alluded to this at the service. Folks, if you can just visualize a line as long as you can visualize it from one end of your house to the other with arrows on both sides to represent eternity, how much space does a lifetime of 100 years? Even 100, yeah. Even 100 take yeah. up on that line. It's a speck. It's a speck. Yeah. We need to live for the line. Do your best. Mm-hmm. Uh, during right. the spec, well, God has you here. We He calls us to, yeah. you know, be faithful and occupy and do our best. Yeah, but we're not living for this life. Yeah, our future is forever and ever and ever. And you know, some people joke about hell, folks. Hell is no joke. Right, it's real. Uh, and you're going to be one place or the other. Yeah. Whether you believe it or not doesn't matter. The fact is, and the Bible is very clear on that, 
Uh, and, you know, I highly commend heaven. It yeah. is the best alternative. Yeah, yeah that's, that's something you should check into, friends. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Art Alley, uh, the president of the Timothy Plan. There's one other aspect about this that uh, I shared with you that I wanted you to to discuss. Going forward, it's one thing to deal with the loss as you've done, and you've been comforted by so many that came to that celebration of life and You mitigate through those first weeks after the loss, as you've done. But then there is going forward. What uh, and how are you coping with that loss of Bonnie's presence? You mentioned earlier, and I think it's well said, you miss her so much. Oh, yes, I do. But, But you're still a joyful person. And I think a lot of people are wondering, how is it? Where is this strength coming from? How do you start every day? when uh, your partner of 61 years is no longer there? Well, folks, it isn't Art Alley, I'll guarantee you that. I stand on the rock and the anchor holds. The Lord is carrying me through. Do I know what tomorrow's going to bring? No. But as long as I'm on this earth, he has a purpose for me. Now I've got to figure out what the new purpose is. You know, I mean, I'm just learning stuff. I'm learning... Uh, you know, how to do laundry, you know, the practical things. You, right. you separate the colors from the whites. I've learned that, you know, yeah. you don't do that. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I am fine because he is fine and because I do have an eternal perspective. This life is just a whisper. Mm-hmm. I'm here for a short time. Who knows how long, maybe a day, maybe 10 years, maybe 15 years. But I get a kick out of all these people who get wrapped up in eschatology studies. You know, when is the Lord coming back? And they predicted days and months and Mm -hmm. times and all the rest of this. Uh, But Mike, I think I may have shared this in one of our other programs. I know when he's coming. I don't have the date, but he's coming within 15 years. Hmm. How do I know that is the question. Mm -hmm. Well, Mike, the way I figure it, either he's coming here or I'm going there. I don't (laughs) care with all this eschatology stuff. You know, one way or the other, we're going to meet him face to face, whether we're here and and, and meet in the air or whether we go there first like Bonnie did. Yeah, and uh, hey, look, you could last longer than 15, my friend. Well, uh, I'm going to last forever, man. (laughs) So whatever the years are here, uh, who knows? That's great. Uh, you're one of the most positive thinking guys I've ever been around, and I really appreciate it. Transitioning from Bonnie now to uh, things in the in the work world, uh, this is a tough time. This is a uh, for a lot of us are looking around. I mean, gas prices going back up. You, don't you just love it the way they do that for Easter? They said, well, Easter driving, uh, yeah. it's going to Easter drivers are going to be paying more, so the gas uh, raises up. Uh, it's pretty pretty good little punch there. You know, Mike, uh, I look around, and and Bonnie used to get so frustrated. And like I say, if she could look down now, she'd probably shake her head saying, none of this really matters Mm -hmm. in the eternity scale. But while we're here, it does matter to us. And we are in a mess. And, uh, you know, I've got very strong feelings about this, but they're only my feelings. You know, I am frequently wrong, but never in doubt. Bonnie used to say that all the time. Um, You're pretty sure of yourself, even if you're dead wrong. That's exactly right, man. Um, But, you know, we've got got a very corrupt leadership at all levels of government who are dictating policies uh, that are so anti-American in a previous lifetime. 
they'd all been tried for treason, for mm-hmm. goodness sakes. Uh, and, and you sit back and say, how did all this happen? And, uh, you know, the only conclusion I come to is the responsibility does not lie in Washington or New York or Hollywood or anywhere else where all this evil stuff is, is emanating from. The responsibility for the mess we're in lies at the doorstep of the church. Mm-hmm. The yeah. church has always been the guardian of the culture with God's word because he gave us the book. He gave us the instruction manual. We know what we ought to be doing, but the church in way too many cases, broadly speaking, has incorporated the world uh, into its services instead of its influence being mm-hmm. part, uh, 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 effective to the world. Uh, so if the church would ever get right, and that's why we do these pastor boot camps, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, we are equipping pastors in, I think, seven different states now, 1,400 pastors who get it. Uh, you know, they're not the career guys. They're the guys who want to fill the pulpit the way God called them, kicking and screaming right, to right, do. Right. So if the church ever equips the saints in the pews, uh, where we can get back to foundational values, biblical values, not worldly values, uh, maybe we can bring this thing back. I don't know. We can't. God can. The question is, why would he when his bride has just uh, married into the world in too many cases? Mike, I, I don't mean to be really critical of the church, but the church is responsible. Mm. We are not equipping people with biblical, moral, foundational values, we are pleasing people with feel-good messages. Mm-hmm. And so we feel good about uh, you know losing it all. Uh, it's mm-hmm. crazy. Now, go ahead and give a shout-out for Liberty, if you will. Uh, talk about that for a little bit. You've been a part of that. You were part of the founding of this church, right? I, I was. Uh, Paul Blair and I, uh, he was coming down to be the founding pastor, you know, and I, I invited a few friends, and, you know, we had a— uh, a, a real good crowd for a startup church of 90, 100 people. Uh, and then Paul ended up, you know, if Satan, who is alive and well, make no mistake about that, he is active. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he's going to strike a preacher down, where's he going to strike him? Paul got cancer of the throat mm-hmm. and was laid up for a year, our founding pastor, and finally. You know, we had to release him to go back to his home church in in uh, Oklahoma. Uh, but Paul Blair and his cohort, Dan Fisher, mm-hmm. are the teaching, preaching pastors. It's just they're up on a video screen instead of in person. Mm-hmm. And we're working on a plan now. How do we bring Paul down here? Because people, for whatever reason, prefer seeing a human being behind the pulpit. Yeah, than, I know. wonder why, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, church is really made up of a couple of three things, I think, you know, the mm-hmm. teaching, which you can sit at home and watch on TV in your pajamas, worship, which requires you gather together the saints. Mm-hmm. Right. And we got great worship because Tim Kaufman, you mentioned him, mm-hmm. he leads our worship. Right. Uh, and then fellowship and the closeness of this small congregation. We're about 50 now. Uh, of of saints, but um, we are we are on mission to equip the people sitting in the pews of how to deal with this culture, not politically but biblically. Mm-hmm. And the Bible's pretty political, and but it's 
biblical foundations, not the world's form of politics, which is corrupt, uh, because you can never satiate all the lust of people for power and control and all of that. But they've got it now. But this life is just a whisper. We're just passing yeah. through. But in the meantime, we do have to occupy. And that's why we're so uh, committed at Liberty Church. Um, we, we are on Maitland Avenue in Altamont. We rent a Seventh-day Adventist church because they don't use it on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Uh, this gives us a facility. Our church did that for years, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we're searching for a facility. We really need our own because two hours on a Sunday is inadequate for all the things a church really ought to be doing to equip its people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've got a lot of challenges ahead, uh, but we've got a faithful group, and we've got the greatest preacher teachers, I think, in America showing up even though it's on video screen Mm -hmm. every Sunday. Now, Paul Blair was here, though, in person for that uh, homegoing ceremony for Bonnie, and he did a great job. He wouldn't have missed it. We've become such close friends. I mean, my goodness. Uh, So, yeah, that is Liberty Church. And then, you know, the network of Liberty Pastors. Doesn't matter denomination. Uh, You know, denomination is a man-invented thing. Uh, The Bible... Uh, Mike, explain to me. We have one book mm-hmm. called the Bible. That's the only book you yeah. ever really yeah. need. Uh, we we read all this other stuff, but the one book. Out of that one book, we have like three thousand denominations yeah. Yeah. that will fight each other over their right and you're wrong about this piece of. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's no wonder we're kind of in a mess, but. With Paul Blair and the team he puts together for these pastor boot camps, these pastors are permanently transformed into the kind of pastors that used to fill, fill pulpits, mm-hmm. and they are equipped now and networked together. Most exciting thing I've ever been involved with. When you look at the terrain right now of America and you see the things that's, that are going on daily right now, what do you think... Uh, and what would be the church's number one uh, objective uh, when you see how we can make a difference as as the body of Christ? How can we do that? Well, you know, Mike, whether you make a difference in the country or your community or your neighborhood, the biggest thing you can make a difference in is yourself. And people are ill-equipped. You know, I... I met at one of our boot camps, uh, uh, the former um, uh, head chaplain of the armed forces, and he wrote a book called Battle Ready. And he uh, uh, paralleled what you go through in military training in boot camp. Mm -hmm. They make you battle ready. So whatever comes up, you're able to react to it and, and end up victorious. He compared that with the church and God's people. And we'll all talk about this being the last days and all that. But if it is, unfortunately, we're not battle ready because we're not being equipped with the word of God thoroughly that we can stand on. And I think that's my big advantage. Uh, You know, I'm just a dumb kid from the west side of Cleveland. Uh, But with God's word, and I can stand on that and know it to be true, uh, that gets me through a lot of tough times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the truth is, uh, the majority of Christians, you know, sincere, believing Christians, they believe in Christ, they believe in God, 
but they're not battle ready to be able to withstand what's coming at them. And we're just seeing the early stages of that now. I believe we are in the last days. I know I am. I'm going you know, 15 <laughs> right, years, right. I'm, I'm going to be there. <laughs> um, but, you know, all the signs are showing yeah. right out of Scripture. You know, I'm, I'm teaching Revelation right now at our church and the Sunday school before the service. And you can just see all of the things falling into place that Revelation talked about. Mm-hmm. Once you unwind no all, question. The, all yeah. the funny language of, of you know beasts and heads and crowns and all that, it all has meaning. Mm-hmm. We're seeing it right now, Mike. Yeah, yeah. These are perilous times. There's no question about it. And the church, we just need to be the church. We need to be the people of God. And I appreciate your words, and we just ask God's blessing on you. I know, of course, you can hear Paul Blair right here on The Shepherd every morning at 7.30 in the, uh, in the morning time and in the afternoon at 5.30. And uh, Exploring the Word is the name of that program. It's right here. Paul, is uh, he's funny, he's personable, uh, and he, is, he really cares about uh, the people of God and the Word of God. He cares about it. Yeah, and he's real. Yeah, he is real. There's nothing pretentious about Paul Blair. It's I incredible. Agree. Art Alley is my guest. We'll be back with Art for one more segment. This is Afternoons with Mike right here on The Shepherd. Palm Beach Atlantic University, Orlando offers three distinct areas of study. An evening Master's of Science in Clinical Mental Health Counseling, an evening Bachelor's of Science in Human Services, and our new Daytime Bachelor's of Science in Nursing. All of our courses are offered at our beautiful campus on Millennia Boulevard. For more information or to schedule a tour, call 844-PBA-ORLANDO. That's 844-PBA-ORLANDO. The time is flying by with my visit with Art Alley from the Timothy Plan. The Timothy Plan, now this is something you founded. You and Bonnie worked out, and I remember you telling me in the past, Art, that a lot of your friends back in the day when you had this idea of starting a, a, a kind of a, a fund, if you will, a, an investment strategy that was so radically different than what was out there, a lot of your best friends would have said, hey, there's no way that's going to make it, right? Well, that actually did happen. Uh, but to correct it, it wasn't my idea. I really didn't want to do this. Okay but God has a two yeah, by four but... with my name on it. Uh, and he is. So uh, he, cr- he pushed you to he do it. He did, man. I mean, that hurts, you know. Uh, but it was time uh, that, you know, we provided an investment platform for people of faith to who begin to understand, and they didn't for the first five, six years. They weren't thinking like this that corporate America is not our friend. Corporate America, in addition to the politicians in Washington and all the rest, they are pursuing an unholy agenda in way too many cases. They're funding evil stuff like abortion and pornography and anti-family entertainment and non-traditional married uh, lifestyles, whether it's homosexual, heterosexual. They're promoting all of that stuff. And for a Bible-believing Christian to blindly invest money into a company that is really trying to destroy you made no sense. Hmm. Uh, So we did draw a line in the sand, and we just passed our 29th year on on April 4th. Wow, 29 Uh, years. Yeah, 
and they said it couldn't be done, but we're still here. Yeah. You know, first eight years, I almost believed them because it yeah. was tough. Nobody was thinking like that, but things are changing. People are waking up now. You know, they know we're in a war for the soul of America. They know we're in a war for the cultural values we've all held dear. And for us to blindly invest with the enemy or spend your money at a store that's funding evil, if there's an alternative, a quality alternative, why not do that? Mm -hmm. uh, so we launched the Timothy plan in 1994, April 4th. Uh, and uh, drew a line in the sand and said, you know what? We will not own any of these companies that are pursuing an unholy agenda. Does that mean we only own good, quote-unquote, companies? No. We are a biblically-based mutual fund family. The Bible is clear. There is none righteous, not one. Uh, well, there was one, Christ. Yeah, right. Uh, but, you know, there's a difference, Mike, between companies operating... You know, we're not asking them to go down to the river and get baptized, like Dan uh, Celia used to say. Uh, but there are companies passively unrighteous compared with companies that are, for lack of a better term, pursuing an unholy agenda. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones we screen out mm -hmm. and tell our money management firms, you cannot own those companies for Timothy, no matter how good they look economically. Mm -hmm. And what we've, uh, and my friends on Wall Street said, you're nuts. Uh, you can't do that. You cannot screen out the largest, most profitable companies in the industry and expect to get good investment returns. Well, in 29 years, my response to that has not changed. If you are a Bible-believing Christian, obedience trumps performance every single time. Mm -hmm. If yeah. you are. Right. Uh, but nevertheless, you know, my job is to find great managers and do a good job. And we've proven over 29 years, we're very competitive with anybody else. Uh, so you, we've proven you don't have to compromise your values. Uh, or even if you had to, you shouldn't. Mm -hmm. uh, but you don't have to, to achieve good competitive investment returns. And we've been able to do that because we've got great managers. Now, explain the role of one of these managers that you say sure. are really uh, maybe better than uh, another worker might be. What makes a, a manager in a fund like yours great? Well, uh, it's a firm, you know, it's not a person. Uh, we work with uh, consultants in Atlanta to do searches for the best performing firms in the different asset classes. We have 12 mutual funds and we have seven exchange traded funds now that cover all kinds of, of uh, asset categories. And we find the managers that are willing to honor our screens. Not all of them are, uh, but ones that have been, you know, 30, 40 years have proven they are best of class managers for the different asset classes that we have. We have different managers for every fund, different firms. Managers make it sound like a person. Uh, but everyone, you know, if I manage the funds, I wouldn't invest in it. You know, I'm not smart enough to do that. I don't have the tools. I don't, you know, we do our part. Mm -hmm. We do the research on the companies that we refuse to allow them to own. The management firms do the research on the 8,000 other domestic companies to, to sort out which ones are the best candidates. And each of our funds, you know, they own 
80, 90, 100 different companies, uh, and the managers actively manage it. Uh, they're not always right on a company. Something happens that surprises them. Well, they'll sell that company and replace it with, with one that looks better. I was going to ask you if you ever have people drop off that list. Sounds like you do. We do. From time yeah. to time, we do with mergers mm-hmm. and acquisitions. I mean, we got a team of five full-time people do nothing but do the research on the companies we will not own. Uh, and it changes from time to time. Uh, but, you know, we screen out probably 10% of the universe of companies that our managers uh, can can choose from, but that leaves 90% of the universe that they can construct a portfolio, and they've been doing that very successfully for 29 years mm-hmm. now. Uh, but that, I, I don't want to get off into performance because that performance is illusionary, and it's what people chase, and... For a Bible-believing Christian, like I said, obedience trumps performance. Yes. That doesn't mean we can't produce performance. We do. But even if we didn't, we would still do the same thing, Mike, Mm -hmm. because God is in control. He is the chairman of our board. We're not going to dishonor him. And the one thing we don't do is wear a fish on our shirt sleeve. This is Mm -hmm. real. Uh, Every one of our, I don't know, we've got about 35 people, uh, People ask me how many people work at your company, and I say one, me. Uh, but we have 35 great employees who are all on board. They are all Bible-believing Christians. They, they are on mission for what God has given us. Uh, but, you know, we're much broader than that. I mean, our managers are all over the country. Uh, we've got two in Dallas, one in Houston, uh, one in San Antonio, uh, one in New York, one in, uh, you know, they're all over the place because we have so many funds. Uh, we have administration that we don't do. We, we have firms that do that. Uh, they're in Omaha, Nebraska, and Hapag, New York. Uh, we have fund council that makes sure we abide by the rules. It's a very complicated, complex uh, world we live in. And we live in a compliance fishbowl. Mm-hmm. The Securities and Exchange Commission has no sense of humor. And we follow the rules. Uh, we don't try to play games and be cowboys. Uh, but we've proven in 29 years we can do that. And we can do it right. And we can do it in a, a manner that honors the Lord and also produces competitive returns. How did you first meet up with Dan Celia? And what became to be financial issues of oh, that man. network? How did that happen? That's a long story. You know, Dan was anti-mutual fund because uh, he, he picked his own companies and he managed money for senators and congressmen and all this. He's a very brilliant economist. Uh, and he just didn't believe in mutual funds uh, until I invited him to come to one of our trustees meetings. And he sat there and he saw the money managers and he saw the trustees, and he saw the, how real Timothy is, uh, and he really became a fan. Mm. Uh, he was always a fan of biblically responsible investing, but he was trying to do it himself, and he didn't have as many tools as we have to make sure of all the different companies, but he would avoid recommending mm-hmm. to his audience. Uh, he, was, he was one of a kind, man. I mean, he was the financial version of, Mush, of Rush Limbaugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, boy, we miss him and we miss him big time, but, uh, he wasn't, he wasn't a big fan until he came and peeled back the onion and looked 
at just exactly how Timothy worked, and he became one of our best advocates. When you look at, uh, from your perspective, at our kind of like the economic condition that America is in right now, what kind of grade would do you give us in in our country? Uh, well, is F adequate? I mean, <laughs> yeah, we're in a mess. We're in a mess. Yeah. And part of it, you know, I, I, I keep hammering at the church, the doorstep of the church. The church is not equipping its people. And one of the biggest areas, Mike, uh, that we address actually has to do with money. Mm-hmm. There is nothing more central to a person's life than money in, in the real mm-hmm. sense of the word. They're earning it, they're spending it, they're trying to save it, get out of debt with it, provide kids, uh, provide retirement, provide estate planning. Uh, money is central. And money, I believe, is God's, uh, is Satan's greatest bondage hold on Christians and non-Christians alike because think about it. Where do you get all of your training on handling money? From the church in the Bible or from the world. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately for all of us, it comes from the world. And so I hibernated and I highly recommend this folks. Uh, I hibernated for three months with a bunch of material and put it all together and created a biblical stewardship study guide that is nine hours in length Hmm. of everything God says about handling money and everything God says about handling money is exactly the opposite of what the world tells us to do. And it's no wonder we're in a mess. You know, money problems are leading cause of divorce, mm-hmm. leading cause of crime. It's always about money. They're chasing like money's going to solve their problems. Uh, God's word is, is, is replete mm-hmm. with guidance on how to handle money and not let it become a trap. So I would commend the Biblical Stewardship Study course. It is on our website. Okay, Timothy, it's available then. Timothyplan.com. We do not charge for this. You can download it. It is yours for free because it is our outreach to the body of Christ to free them from the bondage Satan has on them on the way they handle money. Hmm. Boy, that sounds I'm great. I'm done preaching, but that's, uh, <laughs> you know, that's a big problem. Well, it's a good thing you're done preaching because we're just about done with the program. Okay. Art Alley from Timothy Plan, you've given us that website. Give it to us one more time, Art. Timothyplan.com or call us, 800-TIM-PLAN. A human being answers a phone and connects you with another human being who will answer all of your questions. I think there are some people that will call you just to have that experience. To prove that, that, yeah, it's hard to find that anymore today. (laughs) Art, it is always a joy to be with you and to see you. I know we'll be uh, down at the NRB next month together. You're going to be down there, which is right here in Orlando this year. Yeah. The National Religious Broadcasters. Yeah, it is. Uh, It's incredible. Uh, I'll only be there for a couple days because... You know, our good friends, the Hamiltons are there, and we're going to get together with them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's going to be good. So I'll see you down there. For That's sure. right. It's going to be fun. Art Alley, uh, you can get in touch with him at the Timothy Plan. For more information, visit that website. And uh, we'll see you, friends, next time. It's already that time to say goodbye. God bless you. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow on Afternoons with Mike. <music> 